What's going on, everybody? This is Molten's Mind and Body. I am your host, Jeff Molten. I'd like to welcome you back to the podcast. And if you're new, I appreciate you tuning in. So first off tonight is that I want to make a little announcement. And what that is, is I've officially teamed up with a, uh, a company called Live One. And one thing that I want to talk about with them is their product that they just came out with. I've been using it about 60 days now. And what it is, it's called Coffee Smart. So what Coffee Smart is, it's a five different enhancing coffee supplement, if you want to call it that, where you put it into your coffee, either black coffee, like a coffee creamer, or some kind of alternative additive that you'd put in. So I drink my coffee black, and what I do is I put this powder in, tastes like mocha, which is like a hot chocolate, and it has MCT oil, it has uh, collagen, multivitamin, uh, minerals, Himalayan sea salt, so it's got a lot of good things going on, five different enhancing things that they put into it, and if you're taking any of those on its own, it's basically one powder that has everything in it, so if you're looking for joint health, anti-inflammatory purposes, collagen, so that joint, the skin, and everything like that, MCT oil, get that good fat, it's got so many things going on, but I just wanted to bring it up because it's something I've been using now for 60 days and highly believe in, and something that I've been doing individually taking. So it's kind of perfect for me. Uh, and I just drink coffee black. So the powder goes in and it's basically like I'm drinking hot chocolate every morning. So definitely recommend checking them out. If you're interested, you can use MMB 10% off. So just want to mention that. But what I want to do now is go into the topic of the day. And what that is, is a little bit different. And I just want to be straight up and forward for you guys. And I really want to talk about what more or less just why you're not getting the results you are. And I had a conversation today and with someone and it's been happening more and more often. And what they brought up is they wanted to build muscle. They wanted to do it. You know, they didn't want to put a lot of body fat on. And that another day I had someone wanted to lose weight. And I just want to tell you straight up what I think you need to be doing to create these habits. So you are successful. So you're not getting short term results. You're not doing something that's only going to last a few days or a few weeks. And I want to create some habits for you that you can move forward with and hopefully continue the certain lifestyle for a long period of time. So no matter what the example is, whether you're trying to gain some muscles, lose some weight, whatever it may be, you have to know what you're eating, okay? You have to know how many calories you're eating. I don't, I'm not saying right now you need to know and track the rest of your life, but I need you to track your food. I need you to go on my fitness pal. I need to put your food in for 90 days. Okay, I'm asking you to do that for 90 days. The reason being, it takes 21 days to make a habit, 90 days for a lifestyle change. I'm all for making habits, but I want something that you can do long term. Okay, after that 90 days, you're gonna know how many calories you're eating to consume to maintain your body weight or build the muscle that you want or lose the weight that you're looking for. You're also gonna be creating habits and you're gonna look at, and you're also gonna know your portion control a lot more, okay? So now that you know how, like portion control, how many calories you're eating, you know if you did go out to dinner or whatever you did, now you can make a good estimated guess what it's going to take to eat the calories that you want. But right now, I'm not just going to tell you to eat certain foods. I'm not going to just tell you to eat a cup of this or a half a cup of that. I'm going to tell you that you need to track your food and start creating habits in your life that make you successful, whether it's building muscle, losing weight, or whatever it may be. So first thing off, 90 days. That's what I'm going to ask you to do. The next thing is we're going to document your food through MyFitnessPal, okay? You need to be doing it. I know a lot of people are going to tell you that they don't want you tracking their food and you don't want to be doing this. And I know there's a lot of people out there that may think tracking is too difficult for them. I know that some people will become obsessed with that. 
And I understand that when I'm telling you this, but it's important for me as a coach to make sure I know what's going on and I need to create awareness for you of how much you're eating. I'm not going to tell you what to do all the time. I need, my goal is to teach you how to create a lifestyle that is sustainable for you. I'm always going to be here from accountability side of it, but I want you to be able to do this on your own when I'm not here. So that's why it's important for me to track your food. So next step is once you start tracking your food, I want you to track it for the first week. I want to weigh yourself. You can do it first day and last day or every day during the week. But my goal is to see how many food calories you're eating for the week. If, if we have a good idea of your metabolic rate and metabolism and how much you're already eating, we'll pick a number. So that number could be 2,500, depending what your metabolic rate is in your exercise. We'll track your food for a week. Well, at the end of the week, we'll see if your weight changed. So you weigh in day one and day seven. If we do everyday weigh-ins for the first week, if you're comfortable with that, it's going to get an average weight. So if your weight didn't change from the beginning of the end of the week, it's about the same. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep that calorie marker for another week. And if your goal is to lose weight, we'll see if your weight changes. We're also going to change it if it's your goal is to gain weight and you don't gain weight. So it just depends what your goal is. So for that example, though, we're just going to say we're going to lose weight. So you're eating 2,500 calories and you lose a pound after the first week. We're going to keep that for another week. So you're tracking your food again. And when, you know, something we didn't talk too much about is I want to start with number one with calories, but number two, then we're going to go to macros. Okay. But first I want to make sure we're getting the calories on week one. So at the, the first week you lost a pound. Now I want you to try to track your protein a little more accurately. I want to know what your body weight is. So if you're 160 pounds, we're going to go for 160 grams of protein. When you're in a deficit, which means you're trying to lose weight and you're burning more calories than you're taking in, it's important to keep your protein intake high because that's what's building or maintaining the muscle mass that you have. That is the repair that's going on, the recovery. It's very key, especially in a caloric deficit. You need more protein in a caloric deficit than you do at a caloric surplus. So now that you're eating that protein intake, say 160, now you have carbs and fats left. So our goal, again, is 2,500 calories in the day. So you want to, I'm not going to overstress this at first with you. The goal is to try to just get you to be aware of your calories and your proteins, fats, and carbs a little bit better. So as long as you're getting 160 grams of protein and then you're eating enough carbs and fats to equal up to 2,500 calories, that's what we want to do next. Okay. So after we do that, we continue to go week by week approach. If you're continuing to lose weight, we stay. If you plateau, we're going to wait one extra week and then continue to go on. If it plateaus again, we'll cut about 250 calories. Okay. The other way is you can be a little bit more active. So it really just depends what fits best for you. Okay. So that's what we're going to continue to move forward. Same goes if you're trying to gain muscle. We're trying to slowly bring your calories up 250 calories at a time, making small increments. So we're not throwing on a lot of body fat. So 2,500 maintaining your body weight, we go 2,750, and we want to put about a half a pound to a pound week on if you're building muscle mass. If you're losing weight, one to two pounds a week is the goal. Now, I'm going to have a lot of people that think tracking their food, or and not even think, but their opinion is, is that's not great for you to do. It's going to lead to obsession, And but from my experience with people with eating disorders, um, clients that I've had and my own personal experience and just clients in general, I think it teaches them a lot. I think most people fail at doing it though, because it's a big lifestyle change. 
You know, you're, you have to be more aware of what you're eating. You have to be, maybe put a scale in your house. You know, it's very simple to do though. Okay. If you're getting a food scale, leave it on your kitchen counter. If you're going to have a bowl of oatmeal in the morning, put your bowl on the scale, zero it out. Put the oatmeal in the bowl to the amount serving size that you want. Half a cup's 40 grams, a cup's 80 grams. And then if you want to put fruit in it, zero it out, put the berries in. And then there you go. You got your oatmeal and berries. Okay. It's very simple to do. It's just creating new habits. So this is why it's important to do it over a 90 day span to me because I want to create a lifestyle change for you. I want you to at least do it for 90 days to get the results you want. This is the second part of that. If you're not doing this for 90 days, you'll have a short term, maybe success for a month and then you go back to normal. You know, if you're trying to train with me, for example, I haven't really talked about this much is I have a website that just launched. I haven't really made the announcement yet, but it is live and it's moltensmb.com and that's my online coaching service. If you're liking to work with me, it's a 90 day minimum. Okay. It's 90 days to work with me because I'm not in this to get you a short term one month quick fix. Uh, it's a minimum of say 90 days because it takes time to get the results you want. And in 90 days, you know, three months, you can get some decent results no matter which way you're going, as long as you're consistent and you're doing the things we need to do. I'll also send you a chart so we can look at your foods, proteins, carbs, fats, different options, things along those lines. So if you're interested in that, check out moltensmb.com and you can definitely just put an application in, hit the get started button and it'll bring you right to an application page which will come right to my email and I'll be in touch with you within 24 hours, okay? So I think that's the important thing for that 90 day span is it's really key to, to keep a consistent documentation. So getting the food scale, getting your calories, getting your macros down. With the macros, if you're not familiar with them, carbs, fats, and proteins, we will work on over that span. But at the beginning, I wanna keep this simple. I want you to just document your food through MyFitnessPal, keep your protein high, and then as the weeks go on, we'll modify as we need be. And then really setting a program that works for you. So if you're doing your own program, make sure it's something that's doable for you, that's actually reasonable, so you're not overdoing it, right? I think so many people try to do you know, these six, seven days, you know, six day a week programs and they burn themselves out, they miss two days and then they fall off track and then they get defeated. I'd rather see you do three to four days and hit it every week than doing five to six and missing one or two. Okay, so find a program that's reasonable for you. Again, if you're not sure, we can come up with one. All right, so that's key. That's really important because the big thing right here is setting yourself up for success and setting up for a realistic expectation at first. Okay, so those those are the most important things to me. A program that's locked down and, and you can consistently do, food that you can track, and I'll give you a list of it all, and then just making sure there's two other things I wanna go over, okay? And what that is is hydration and sleep. Hydration and sleep is so important, okay? If you're tracking your food and you're documenting it and you're working out but you're not sleeping, it's over for you. You got no, you know, you're not gonna recover, you're not gonna grow, you're gonna break down. You know, if you're not hydrating, your muscles are 70 to 80% water. You're not gonna, you're not gonna recover good enough. You're gonna feel lethargic. You're gonna feel sluggish. You're gonna feel tired. So you need to be doing these things. That's super, super important. And there's no excuse for it. You have to keep accountability. It's gonna be lifestyle changes, and you're gonna be taking steps to to do that. But those are things we're gonna be. I'm gonna need you to do. 
So when you ask me a question, you know, what it takes to get the results you want, building muscle at a slow rate without putting body fat on, you better be disciplined and know your food intake. If you have no idea what you're eating, how can I tell you to slowly build muscle and pick a count, you know, help you decide on calorie marker to do that? It's impossible. It's a guessing game for me. And I don't want to do that because it's not going to help you out and not going to help me out. You know, I can't do that. Same thing losing weight. I'm not going to throw a random number at the wall and see if it works. We need to document your food. We need to see how your body reacts. And we got to see your stress levels, your sleep levels, and all those things. Those are things that are important to do. What you're going to, this is about, you know, now we're going to transition for a second because this is where it gets controversial. There's a lot of people out there that think calorie in, calorie out doesn't work. Well, it does. I know there's a deep, deep sciencey part to it that you can, things are, you know, a little different when you have these issues or these issues, but for the majority of us, almost all of us, calorie in, calorie out is the way to be. It's what it is. It's thermodynamics. It's just what it, how it works. The body, it's how it happens. Okay. Simple as that. So now if you're, you know, the problem that I have with a lot of people is they, they're uneducated and they get caught up on fads. So they get, a, you know, the ketogenic diet, the paleo diet, the carnivore diet, the, uh, what do we got? What's, uh, the vegan diet. And it becomes very culty. Like the cool thing now is like, if you're vegan, if you're, you know, going keto, it turns into like a cult and it drives me nuts. It's like CrossFit, but for food, it's like you start bragging and telling everyone, yo, I'm vegan, bro. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm going keto, bro. And like, all of a sudden, like, that's your, like, what you're known as is you're the keto guy or you're the vegan guy or yo, I do carnivore, man. And it's like, and, and then what happens too, is they lose a ton of weight doing these things and it blows my fucking mind. It's crazy because it's not the diet necessarily that's causing you to lose weight. It's because you're cutting out ridiculous amounts of calories while you're doing it. Okay. If you go vegan, most of the time you're cutting out a lot of protein sources, you're eating less protein, you're eating different choices of food. It's hard to eat a lot of bad foods going vegan. So you're most likely cutting out a lot of calories out of your diet. So that's why you're losing weight. Uh, the idea that meat is causing all these issues is flawed. All the studies show that if you're eating organic or grass-fed beef, there's nothing wrong with that. Not the saturated fat, none of that. There's not a correlation to heart disease. Uh, the problem is, is the bad meats. So that's partially true. Okay. If you're just getting a bunch of under high, under quality, low quality processed meat with hormone steroid added crap. Yeah. That shit's garbage, but it's not the good meats. You can have good meats. So if you're going vegan to lose weight, you're, you're flawed. You're wrong. You don't need to, if you're going vegan for, to lose, uh, not eat meat because you think meat's bad. That's not true if you're getting good quality beef. But if you're going vegan for animal purposes, animal rights stuff, dude, that's cool. I'm pumped for you. My brother's a vegan. I I uh I have no problem with that. But don't don't get it twisted that it's a flaw in the system if you think that you're losing weight or just getting healthier by doing that. Okay, you don't need to do that. Also, ketogenic diet. Ketogenic diet, I've tried, I'm not a fan of. The reason I think it's impossible to eat 3,000 plus calories of just fat and protein. It just tastes bad. I'm eating ridiculous amounts of oils and fats. And also, my goal wasn't to go keto. I like carbohydrates. I'm a, you know, I work out. I need, you know, I think it's really beneficial to have. Again, you know, if you're going keto to lose weight, it's a flaw in the system. You know, I think it's a flaw. If you have some 
issues or allergies or you know some issues with some type of carbohydrate um that's a whole nother issue but losing weight you want to know why you lose weight with you go keto number one you drop a ton of water weight week one by cutting all the carbohydrates out of your diet you lose all your water weight okay water weight gone depletes the glycogen sugar's gone and you lose a ton of water weight number two kind of just said this you cut all your carbs out bro there's no carbs. Carbs are calories. So you're probably cutting out like 600 to 1,000 calories in carbohydrates. So obviously you're going to lose weight because there's no way you're replenishing that in protein and, and fat unless you're making a serious effort to do it. I can tell you it's it's hard. It's really hard. So it's not going to happen like you think it is. Um, it's, you're losing weight because you're cutting calories. In ketogenic diets, very unsustainable. Very, very unsustainable. And unless you have a specific health reason to do it, to me, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, it, it doesn't work. It's not successful with 99% of the clients I, that talked about it to do it. Uh, you don't need to do it. You can just have carbs, fats, and proteins and eat whole foods and, and fruits and vegetables and eat good fats and you lose weight if you know how many calories you're eating. Simple as that. And it's just portion controlling it. It's a simple concept, right? Carbs, fats, and proteins, you can use them all of them, eat the good versions of all three at a certain calorie amount and track your food a little bit and you can lose weight or build muscle as often as you want and be in control of the entire situation. You know, you won't build a mat, you won't build muscle forever. You know, you can only lose so much weight. You can't just go crazy with it, but it's in your control and it's very simple. People want a quick fix. That's why juice cleanses are the coolest thing in the world now. You know, that's why all these diets and cool things are going on because they think they're quick and easy. It's not, okay? It's a basic, simple concept though. It drives me crazy. You need carbs, fats, and proteins. Do you need them to live? No, you mean you can, you can do keto and survive. You know, the research doesn't show how long-term benefits it is. There's people been doing it for 15, 20 years, but there's still like, for the majority of people, you'll be deficient in things. All right. So eating a well-balanced diet, don't overthink it. Okay. There's not an easy fix. There's not a simple fix. Eat the good fats, the good proteins and the good carbs. Okay. If you Google it, if they're, if they're a meat, a dairy or a fruit or a vegetable, go organic. If you can, it makes a huge difference. Okay. That's the big thing that I want to preach is the organic side of it. The amount of pesticides, hormones, and all this crap that is in our food is ridiculous. It's horrible. And it's causing inflammation in your gut, in your microbiome, in your energy levels, the way you digest it. It's it's all bad news, okay? There's links to cancer and all these other things. So you don't want to be putting this stuff into your body. I would now this is where it would be interesting, right? The only time I'd consider going like vegan would be if I literally couldn't afford, which I don't think I'd go completely vegan. I'd still be more of like a vegetarian or something. I need my eggs and all that. But if I couldn't afford anything organic, from what I know now, I would refer, prefer to go vegan and then eat all processed meats and dairies and eggs because of just what I've seen. Okay. The only time I consider it. And that's not because I want to lose weight. That's because I wouldn't want to eat the processed meats, vegetables, carbohydrates, and I wish everything that's processed out there that's not organic. Um, the only thing I don't really get organic with is like my oatmeals. Um, I do my chia seeds organic. So a few different grains and pastas and things like that. You know, uh, again, if you're eating 
I always preach to people that are trying to get healthier, to feel a little bit better, to have higher energy levels, to lose weight, um, to cut out as much of the processed garbage as you can. The more processed food you can cut out of your diet, the better you're going to feel physically, okay? You can lose weight eating crappy food, but you're not going to feel good doing it, so there's no point. Um, building muscle, you need to eat a lot of calories. It's hard to do that. It's hard to eat 3,500, 4,000 calories a day consistently. So my point with saying that is that's when you're going to probably eat pastas and things like along those lines, more processed foods, maybe some cereals because you need to get calories in. So you're sacrificing, you know, some food that isn't necessarily as, you know, calorically or, uh, nutrient dense, they're more calorically dense but you want to gain the weight. So it's a purpose, but realistically, the majority of people, fruits and vegetables, whole, you know, if you're going to do grains, whole grains, um, you know, I'm actually not a big fan of it just because it's, it sits hard on my stomach. I've noticed like high fiber foods, like the whole pasta, grain pasta, whole grain, this, the bread doesn't affect me, but some white, why well, I actually digest white rice a lot better than brown. So, but the majority of people, you need to be eating more whole foods. And I think that would clear up a lot of epidemics, obesity, chronic disease. And you don't need to do a diet to do that. Just eat better foods, try to go organic, cut out the pesticides and things along those lines. Okay. So the long story short of everything we just talked about is if you can do anything to make a lifestyle change, start with your food, your sleep and your hydration. But when you're ready to make a significant change in your life, document your food, document your workouts, and start making the changes to do the things you want to do and keeping yourself accountable to do those things. No more excuses. I don't want you you complaining about what this person did to stop you from doing something. I don't want you blaming other people. I don't want to say you don't have enough time. I don't want you to tell me you need to sleep more. I don't want you telling me you got a billion other things to do. You need to take accountability for yourself and you need to accept the fact that it's on your shoulders to make a change and improve your life. And no one else is gonna do that for you. So if I can ask you to do anything, start today and start improving your life. Eat better, sleep more, work out more, and let's just stress less. All right, guys? I hope you enjoyed the podcast today. And moving forward, we're going to have a really cool, interesting guest on this weekend. So I look forward to doing that. But for the rest of the night, have a good one, and I will talk to you soon.